You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. It's Allie Angren here with the Twisted Sisters. My co-host, Samantha Mello, is on vacation, kind of a vacation, a kid vacation. I don't know if you call that an actual vacation, but so I'm here alone this week. So welcome. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about some things that are going on that in my life that I hope that you can relate to. And I always find words, like I have a word every year that I follow. And those are kind of like my my goals of the year. Like, so what I've been hearing this week is the word season. And I'm going to talk about myself a little bit because I want you to be able to relate to me because I, I've been at the low rock bottom And right now I'm in this season of building and I can't wait to not be in the the hustle season sometimes, but I also know that we have to live in the present and know that it's okay to be in a season of rest too. So I'm on a leadership council. So there's about 10 of us agents in my real estate office of 192. And the 10 of us meet once a month and we talk about what's going on in the real estate market. How can we provide, what classes do we need at our office? Just all the things to run this business. And with COVID, we've been, everybody has been in this season of like, what is going on? What's the next thing? And now gas prices are high. People are freaking out. Interest rates are rising. What's going on? The market is shifting how can how can we all keep living our best lives right and we sat there with our numbers and we talked about the shift that's going on and we can either go and we can hide under a rock and decide I'm just not gonna sell real estate anymore or we can go out and make positives with that right with the shift in the market and so We also told ourselves that we've all been running, 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 and it's okay. It's okay to rest. It's okay to have a rest season. It's okay to stay true to yourself. It's okay to know yourself. So then I went on with my week, and I'm a home stager as well as a realtor. And I was staging a house for the market. And I put on my podcast for the week, or not the week, the day, because let's be honest, I'm a podcast junkie. And Ed Milet, who I adore, had my other girl crush on, Jenna Kutcher. And she just wrote a book called How Are You Really? And I I loved this podcast. It was like the universe or God or whoever is out there reaching out to me that I needed to listen to this podcast. And so I'm going to take a lot of this podcast and put it into our podcast because it was so relatable. And so 
I think you need to ask yourself, what season are you in? Everything has a season, especially coming out of last season, going on, what's next? What now? Am I happy? Am I faking it? What do I want for my life? And so I really love that the notion that we're kind of in this mix of like two camps, right? There's the hustle culture and the manifestation side. And you have to respect for people on both of them, okay? And we can balance them out that sometimes it's really fast and sometimes it's really slow. And we might be in the who season and we might be in the work season. And so if you're like me, (laughs) I'm like the energizer bunny. I go, 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 and then I drop. I really have to work hard at teaching myself how to rest. And I feel like I, um, I have to earn it. I don't just get to receive it. It's like, how do I slow everything down? I have to personally, I have to remember that like I'm here on this earth sometimes. Like I have to go for a walk and I have to really be out in and stare at the clouds and like put my palms up in the air just to like feel and I think as moms and dads like we have that like mental load on motherhood and fatherhood on top of the career right so it's like motherhood career motherhood career and there's no actual times for ourselves so you have to ask yourself how am I doing My autopilot is to work really, really hard. And so I have to train my brain on how to unplug and be in life. And so you have to ask yourself to know yourself better. Everyone else wants us to do, wants us to do what we want, but we forget about what, what do we want, right? Someone else's direction might not take you to your destination. Take what serves you and let the rest go and Don't apologize for it. And you do need to ask yourself, am I happy? Am I content? What does success look like for me? When is the last time I slowed down enough? Am I faking enjoying my life? Are my relationships deep? Am I invited to be my whole self when I show up in situations? How do I feel about my body? How do I feel about confidence? Where does my confidence come from? It's like peeling these layers of an onion, right? And you have to nudge yourself sometimes and say, have I checked in with myself? And I think when it goes back to, are are my relationships deep? I think that's something that a lot of people are struggling with since covid Because not a lot of people got to leave their houses, right? And so we're all coming out and a lot of people got depressed and they weren't checking in with themselves or they had too much time with themselves. And so there's different types of people that I feel we have to have in our life, right? The motivated, the inspirational, and the aspirational. And there's certain people in my life that I aspire to be a little bit so I've talked a little bit about my life on here, but not a lot of my life on here because I don't want to sound like that 
what's it called? Imp- have that imposter syndrome, right? Where it's like, I was at rock bottom and I built myself up to where I am at now because I feel that we're always on a healing journey. Even though I rose from being on welfare, I rose from being a teen mom. It wasn't always easy and it's still not always easy. Um, I had a past client of mine, she reached out to me this week and I could just feel her energy and she was like, Allie, I just, I need a career change. I don't know what to do. Do you have any ideas? And I could just feel her her grasping for something. And I was like, honey, you are the only one that can really define what your your vision, what your purpose, what your passion is. And so I said, I would love to sit down and just break it down with you and I can help motivate you or I can inspire you to be what you want to be. Because I remember being there. I remember working my nine to five while doing hair was actually like one to nine. And it was like, I need to get out of this. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be at home with my babies. And that was a big thing for me. And so then I was like, oh, I'll go get my real estate license. Oh, just great idea, right? Work more than I was working. But that's okay because I knew once I got into it, like that fueled me. I love working with people. I love helping them find their dream home. And so I knew that I was in the season of money is what I valued the most. And it wasn't a place coming from a place of greed. It was a place of necessity. Time for money, right? I put in my time. And so I knew when that tipping point was like, I could be safe and secure within myself. And now I'm finally to the point where I can trade my money back to get time. And whether that be I order my groceries online or I have somebody come in and clean my house for me, like they're they're giving me these things that I I need help with so that I can be with my kiddos because I do spend a lot of time away from them. And so when you realize, you know, that that tipping point happens, you realize the value of earning back your time and the efficiency and trying to save more time by saving more time. <laughs> and I love this quote that Jenna talks about. Um, there's this Buddhist, Buddhist, oh my gosh, this Buddhist monk and he goes to New York City and they're going around the city and they're like, hey, let's go down to the subway because we'll save 10 minutes if we take the subway. So they get out from the subway and the Buddhist goes and he sits down on the park bench and they say, what are, what are you doing? And he says, I'm going to enjoy the last 10 minutes we just saved. We're trying to save time to spend to, to spend time saving more time. <laughs> and I love that because it's so true. We're always racing, racing, racing to get to save time when in reality we just need to be. <laughs> Because when you live in autopilot for so long, it's it's not going to be sustainable. Burnout is real, you guys. And I hit that this year. Um, I had a, a real estate partner for a while. And I was really doing a lot of the things I was trying to run our team. And I found myself just being like, I have no energy. And we had to kind of evaluate our partnership and go, maybe this isn't the correct partnership. 
And so I took a lot of time during these couple months before I, I partnered up with um, my partner now. And she's amazing. She's the broker of the Keller Williams that we are at. So she plays a big part in the office, which helps us a lot with our business. And that's awesome. But when you're already burnt out, you're not going to be as creative and you won't have the energy. You can be burnt out, but you, you sometimes like, I crashed. I felt my body like I could not function. I could not keep going at the same pace that I was going. I mean, my physical, like I was so tired. I felt like my soul was separate, like from my body. And so I, I wasn't enjoying my life. I wasn't enjoying it at all. And so um, my life needed to I needed to change my mind. I needed to create change. But then I got the whole imposter syndrome, right? I talked about earlier, right? I, I needed to slow down. I needed to put trust in myself. I needed to hit the brake, but I also needed to remember where the gas pedal was when I was ready. And so sometimes I think like in my last partnership, right? We, I attributed my success to other people and I was looking for this big break and I was saying yes to all these things, believe, believing that they, they would, it would be my next break, but we're saying no to all the things, but we're always saying no to all the things would we say really matter, right? Like our children, our spouses, partners, friends, we're looking at our calendars, always saying, oh, once it slows down, I'll get to it. And if you're like me, when I slow down, I panic. So I start moving faster. I'm scared that if I slow down, the momentum will be gone. And so I really had to evaluate my vision. What was my vision? What was my definition of success? My, defini- my definition of success will be completely different from yours. And what's in my alignment and what's not. And so I think we need to be crystal clear on what our value and what our value is, right? What, what, what does success look like? And I think sometimes people think boundaries take things and people out of your life. But I think we need to remember that boundaries keep you in your life. You're, you're like living it. And when people look back, I, you always hear this, right? Where they're like, I wish, when I look back, I wish that I would have been in that moment. And you need to learn to be in it. Because who, who are you really? Your life is your blueprint. Always so scared to change. And that's why we hold on to things so much, right? Like our old clothes. And we don't go for that dream. We hold on to, like, we're worried that we're going to fail. And I love this cliche, and Jenna talks about it, where she's like, you know, I remember writing in everybody's yearbooks going, like, don't change. You're so amazing. And if you could tell your teenage self, I can't wait to see who you become. I can't wait to see you evolve. I love how I can contradict myself and I love how I can change my mind. I love how the fruits of my labor are all over changing my mind and evolving and we should welcome change. Change invites growth. Growth brings growing pains, yes, but when we are stretched, we expand. An expansiveness of who we are changes the world, right? And so many of us, I feel sometimes like, especially with COVID, so many people lost businesses and 
their dreams were just crushed and were shrinking. And so you need to think about what what lit you up. What were your visions as a child? Are you in the alignment? Yes, you've changed. Yes, you've evolved. But there are pieces of you, of you that you still have that you've let go. Maybe you need to invite those back into your life. Just remember, slow progress is still progress. You slowly have to build your confidence because you get the results. We walk around with so much guilt and shame. We haven't started that business. We haven't pursued that relationship. We haven't went for that dream. But that guilt and shame will shrink as your confidence expands. So how can you prove to yourself that you're worthy? And I love this quote. I think it's so important. You are not the risk. You are the investment. We are all walking around this earth thinking I am the risk. I am the one not worthy of betting on. But no, 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 friend. You are the investment. And you might not be seeing progress. I didn't see a progress in my real estate business for a long time. And I almost stopped selling real estate because I felt like I'm not good at this. Why would anybody take me seriously? And I love this little story. And I'm such a story person because I think it's we can relate to these stories. So think of a pinata, right? And you line up all the kids and that first kid goes up there and he's going to hit that pinata and he doesn't, none of the candy falls out. And then the second kid goes and none of the candy falls out. The third, fourth, fifth. And finally you get to that sixth little guy, right? It's always the little shy one. And they hit that pinata over and over and that pounding hits and then all the candy falls to the ground. And Guess what? Some people, they, they quit before they even see the progress. You were making progress the whole time. It was just invisible. And I'm going to talk about business a lot, but I think that's, this can be relatable to really anything, to motherhood, to your career, um, to life, to family, to relationships, all of the things. And so I think you need to ask yourself, what does success look like, Right. But we also we, we don't ask ourselves, how should success feel? How many times have you hit a goal and it makes you feel empty? I thought this would feel different is what you tell yourself. So I had a goal of hitting six figures a few years ago. And I was like, I'm just going to hit this six figures because money was so important to me. It was like this, I think because I didn't grow up with money and I grew up in a town that a lot of people had old money and things weren't handed to them I won't say that but they had that generational thing lots of farm families and not that the farms were you know what I'm saying I'm not trying to be disrespect disrespectful to any of them but I grew up in this little tiny duplex and I would just look at these people and go wow I wish my family had money and so this hitting the six-figure goal I remember I hit it and I was like expecting for these angels to come down and be like wow you did it girl but then I felt so empty. Like, why did that? Why was that so important to me? But I guess it was in a way when I look at like I was able to provide so much for my children and felt worthy to be their mother in a way, even though my time is more important than money. Right. But it was just like I can give my kids everything that I want to. And that was probably a big feeling for me. But 
something that felt so shiny but when I got there was so dull and then you realize like are you chasing other people's visions it's like time energy and where where is it going and that's okay for trading time for money if that's what you want time is actually our currency and where do you feel most alive I think we have to look sometimes like what did your child self your childhood self love like for me my biggest memories are definitely playing with my Barbies and traveling and so I have to remind myself sometimes like and that's why I feel I'm in real estate a lot of the time is because I get to explore so much I love to explore it's probably one of my favorite things I had this awesome house that I was staging in up in St. Paul um, in the West 7th neighborhood this week and it's just this old home with so much character and I felt at home I live in a newer home and it's kind of a cookie cutter and that's okay it it serves its purpose but when I walked into this house the first night I got a little EBGB I'm not gonna lie it felt a little conjuring a little bit the house from there but then I went there in the daylight and I just saw all the the history and the love and you could just feel it bursting with the sunlight and how many people have lived in this old house and all the memories that were made and I could just feel the energy and the love. And I think we have to remind ourselves that we need to play. We need to have our inner child needs to come out and you can play without a screen. You can unplug You are creative. You can think of really cool things and ideas, even though sometimes my teenager thinks I'm insane. And I'm sure if you have teenagers here who feel the same way. And if you don't know what your vision is, you probably don't have enough blank space or margins in your life to even dream of the vision, to even think of the vision, to even see that vision. So how can you invite that in? I think you need to ask for help. I think you need to sit down with somebody that you find inspirational. And I live in a culture, my my career culture is, there are so many mentors and we are all such people people and we can go into anybody's office and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling and everybody will make the time for one another. And that's how I feel the workplaces should be. It's so uplifting. And so if you don't have that, I invite you to find your tribe. Go find those people that lift you up and feed that energy. And I I think it's hard to ask for help. But I know for me this year, I got my first assistant and I was like, I don't need an assistant. I'm fine. I, I'm, I do all the things just great. And Sometimes I think for me, what I was feeling with it, where my partner, Alexis, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) where she's had assistance and she was like, you to bring your business to the next level, you have to have an assistant. And I think I finally figured out what that was this week. And it was I just didn't believe someone else could carry the vision for me. I didn't trust And this week, after having him now for my assistant now for six months, I could kind of feel my jaw unclenching. And that's a real feeling. Or how about the one of like, you haven't been breathing. (laughs) Like you find yourself like, oh, I haven't, I I really, I actually have to breathe to live. (laughs) 
And so you have to look at these people. Yes, you can be the visionary of whatever the case may be. And they are your missionaries. They are holding down that fort for you. They're helping me show up to my job. And you you need to learn how to receive. And so I'm finally in in this season, as I go back to season, I am learning how to receive. And some people's purpose in this life is to help others. And you're helping them fulfill their purpose by accepting that help. And so how do you start? How do you start receiving? You you just need to let it in, baby steps. It's like watching a tree grow, right? How you're not going to sit in a lawn chair and watch that tree grow. But underneath, the roots are just all spreading underground. And I knew for me with my business, I knew I wanted to be different because that's just everybody wants to be different, let's be honest. But I knew for me, I was like, how am I going to build this business? It's so competitive. And so I was like, okay, if I really sit and think what are my strengths and I'm super creative, that's one of my huge strengths. I love design and decor and I can put colors together and that stems back even from doing hair. And so I was like, I'm going to start a staging company because when I sat in model homes and new construction, that's what I enjoyed. I love watching how they would come in and transform this cookie cutter house and all the furniture would be so different in each one in order to make it all different. That's what the world is. That's why we're all different. And I knew that if I had slow growth rather than fast growth, that I would have deeper roots like that tree. And so I think you have to ask yourself, what makes you different? What builds confidence? And you have to come back home to yourself And for me, I knew that that staging, starting that staging company would get my name out there, number one. But number two, I would also be getting more money for my clients, especially the ones who can't afford to furnish their houses how they want to because we have kids and they ruin everything. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) And so I wanted to love up on people. That was me fulfilling a purpose. I, I love helping people. I love building those relationships. I just, I'm selling some past clients in my house and they have been with me like since I started real estate. We built this huge house for them. It had a mother-in-law suite. It was like my first huge house and they put this faith in me and we, I, they are my favorite people and I was sitting in their house this week as they're now have bought and purchased a few other houses with me. And they're relocating down to Texas. And I'm so sad that they're leaving me. But I'm so excited for their new journey. But I was like, I'm just part of the family. I sit on the floor. I come in. And it's like, I'm not I'm not in the business of selling houses. I'm in the business of relationships. And this is so important to me to get them top dollar for their home so that they can go off to their new journey and live out their dreams. And so... It all kind of comes back full circle in a way. And it just, I sit there and this is when I slow down when I'm sitting here, especially with this podcast, man, it makes you think. And I'm like, I, this life, it's, time is currency. Like it's 
I giving my time to these people and you guys are giving your time to people and it makes us feel good. So that's really all I have for today. I just wanted us to kind of self-reflect and I hope you enjoyed this and I'm excited to do a little bit more of this with Sam. I think her and I, we have a really good banter and I'm excited to hear what she has to say in regards to this podcast too and maybe letting her do one on her own and talk about things that she's dealing with. So just know you can go for that business. You can be in that season of rest and you're still going to come out okay. We just went in, we're in a season of insane COVID sickness and we're all coming out okay. And gas prices might be really high and you might not be able to go and do all the things you want to do right now, but it's your season of rest then. And it's you need to evaluate what do you want out of life. So have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted sisters. sisters. We're all a little twisted.